Hey. Okay, so this week I want to introduce you to Teen Beat Records. Wait. Yeah. We're not saying, like, hi, what's up? I mean, I'm going to have the intro. Did you like the intro in the first episode? Oh, yeah, that was good. Cool. Sorry. No, that's okay. And go. Hi, I'm Ryan Cassidy. Every week, I'm playing songs for Jenna, my big sister who always hated my favorite music. Now, 20 years later, we listen back to some of the most influential music of my youth and check out my new favorites to see what she thinks. This is Songs for Jenna. So this week, I'm going to introduce you to one of my favorite record labels called Teen Beat. Okay. Yeah, it's a label from Washington, D.C., and it started about 1985. Huh. Like teen beat, like the teeny bopper boy band magazine? <laughs> no, not exactly. I mean, they Bummer. probably they probably <laughs> took their name from that, but it doesn't really sound like boy bands at all. <laughs> In fact, like around the mid 80s, there was a hardcore music scene. Discord Records was putting out music by bands like Minor Threat. And so these kids in this high school in Alexandria, Virginia, started making their own music that kind of sounded like that. And they Uh would just trade their music on cassette tapes. Okay. So Mark Robinson was really the guy. Him and all his friends were in different bands. But Mark's band was called Unrest. And the name kind of sounds like it would be hardcore. Yeah, kind of like, like a horror movie or something. Yeah, it doesn't sound like an indie rock band that much yeah. and their first releases were kind of hard rock kind of like punk and all over the map really noisy but their style kind of had a turn when they recorded a factory record ep and it was an ep of covers of these british bands and a different style of music more melodic and one of those bands was meow mm-hmm <laughs> And that's kind of when Mark's super fast guitar strumming style started and the lineup changed. And around that time, Bridget Cross joined the band and she was previously singing in a band called Velocity Girl. Mm -hmm. Which I know them. I love them. Yeah, I think we saw them together before. Yeah. But she actually sang on their first record before they got their other singer. Huh. Yeah. So Unrest was kind of a pop band. They didn't always play pop songs, but... Most of their songs are just really solid pop. Remember that band Meow that I said influenced Mark's music? Mm-hmm. Well, would you be surprised to know that you already know the singer's first name? I do? Yeah. Her name is Kath Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm familiar with Kath Carroll. Yeah, you know the song because I used to play it all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I totally recognize it. Yeah, so the song I want to play for you right now is Kath Carroll by Unrest. Hokey dokey. Get it? Hokey dokey. What, what do you mean? Isn't that the band from last week? No, that was Toki dokey. Oh, dang. <laughs> All right, here's Unrest. Toki dokey. <laughs> <laughs>
So that was Unrest with Kath Carroll. Huh. I always thought there was a band called Kath Carroll. Well, there is. I mean, she she was in that band Meow, and then she went solo. Because I didn't mind it so much today. I mean, it wasn't terrible. So that's looking up. I remember you, like, just singing Kath Carroll. <laughs> but I just... So that was unrest with a titled song Kath Carroll exactly so was this main singer in a band named meow right she so they so unrest was digging the band meow exactly and got it yeah and they even used um her image on their um album cover of this of the album perfect teeth and it was shot by Robert Maplethorpe but they got yeah they got the rights to use her image yeah and then they like he was a fan, so he eventually like signed her, and she released a couple albums on his record label. Cool. Yeah. All right. So unrest broke up in 1994, but all the members went on to form a lot of other bands: Air Miami, Grenadine, Olympic Death Squad, Maybe It's Reno, solo albums. Like they all were really prolific. Bridget Cross ended up moving to Alaska and she formed a band called The Cloud People. And I was reading a story that I found online about Bridget and she was saying like this story about how she was in a bar with her boyfriend who's now her husband and for some reason like the boyfriend ended up stabbing somebody. What? Yeah, they just left and she's like, let's get out of here. And she drove the car and they were leaving. And then the cops like caught up to them and she was put in prison for five months for driving. Oh my God. Yeah, for driving getaway Getaway vehicle. Oh my God. That's insane. I know. Who would ever think like someone like that would, you know, do jail time for like being an accomplice to stabbing? It's crazy. Oh my word. That is crazy. I know. Hmm. So... I guess if you like that song, you don't need to drink this week. Well, I did. I poured myself a drink just in case. You did? What are you <laughs> yes. drinking today? Well, it's kind of, I got the idea of this, what, what should I say, like a fusion or what, did it, what do they call it when they take a mashup? Yes, a mashup of drinks. Because I was supposed to maybe go out for margaritas today after work with a girl who it was her last day. But she bought a brand new car and she had to go pick it up today. So we didn't do that. So I had margaritas on the brain. But then Tim is at a business meeting and he's coming home and bringing home Italian food. So I was like, ooh, Italian. So I made an Italian margarita. How do you make an Italian? Have you had one? No. Does it? Did you make it up or does it exist? No, it exists. But I kind of just winged it on the ingredients. So it's like a margarita. Yeah. So you do the tequila, triple sec. The sour mix, although I do like simple syrup, I did a squeeze of orange juice, squeeze of lime juice, and then you do amaretto. And for some reason, it maybe doesn't sound fabulous, but it is so good. So amaretto is like an almond liqueur. So it's like an almond margarita. Yeah, I mean, you know, like an amaretto sour. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, except it has tequila, and it's so good. Really highly recommended, everybody. I don't know if I... I guess I would try it. It kind of sounds gross. I know. Um, (laughs) All right. Well, cheers. Oh, my God. So one of the most successful bands on Teen Beat was this band called Tuscadero. And they are named after Pinky Tuscadero from Happy Days, who I think. Oh, wait, I was going to say from Greece. No, from Happy Days. I think it's Fonzie's girlfriend. Yeah, see, I I totally forgot about that. Well, Tuscadero, the band, 
they write pop punk songs and they're kind of influenced by pop culture. And they have songs about candy and they have a song about Crayola crayons. Um, (laughs) But the song I want to play for you is from their first album, The Pink Album. And this song is called Nancy Drew.
Does it have anything to do with Massachusetts? Well, yeah. Did you hear the lyrics? Yeah. Um, she's talking about how, you know, like when kids move out of the house, they like store a bunch of crap in their parents' attics and yeah. rooms and stuff. <laughs> so she's just complaining like, you threw out all my Nancy Drew books, my model horses from Massachusetts. Mm. She's just talking like about her mom and dad throwing away everything from her childhood. Yeah, but are they from Massachusetts or just it's just rhyme? I think it else? just... <laughs> no, they're no, they're from Washington D.C. But that is just like a clever rhyme. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Remember when Mom threw out my CD driving down the road one day? Yes. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? She was so yeah because we're driving down the road. I don't know why she picked it up because she's like porno for pyros, and then she flipped <gasps> it over. There was yes. a song, bad shit, rolled <laughs> down the window. And threw the CD out the window. Yes. Because like we were driving. something that has a swear is terrible, but littering's okay. <laughs> oh, my like, God. I... <laughs> I remember that. I was like, you, we were all driving somewhere, but you were driving your car, which was oh, weird. Yes. And, oh, my God. That's right. That's right. Was, I was driving. Yeah. And mom like was in the passenger seat. And I remember, <laughs> I totally remember that. She's like, porno for pyros. Whoosh, and it just went right out the window. <laughs> No, but don't forget, she turned it over and read the title of the song. What Bad is it? Bad shit. <laughs> <laughs> Did we, uh, didn't we stop or no? Oh, no, we didn't stop. We're like, well, Maybe I mean. Maybe we stopped like the next day just to see if we could find it, but. Oh, my God. Whatever. Well, it's probably no loss. Like, they're not, they're not that great of a band. No, I probably didn't. Yeah. Wait a minute. Mom was always throwing things out the window. Remember when I was little? I had a red and a blue bracelet. And this is when I was like three years old or something. And I still have photos of me wearing them. But I loved <laughs> these two bracelets. And I guess I never took them off. And I literally remember driving in the station wagon, white Chevrolet. I even remember exactly the street. And really? Yeah. And mom took my bracelets. She's like, can I see those? And she just <gasps> went, oops, and just <laughs> threw them out the driver's side window. Oh, no. No. See, I don't remember that. But you you were three and you remember? Traumatized. Well, maybe I was four. I don't know. Oh, my God. Scarred for life. The photo that I have of me wearing them is me potty training. It's like a photo of me on a potty on the toilet wearing the bracelets. So maybe because I remember her telling the, that story because, you know, it's almost like just getting rid of like a security thing. But like, oh. I maybe you just vividly like pictured it because the story was so vivid. <laughs> maybe, but I, I like, oh, that's weird. I know she's oh, always that sounds like, terrible defenestrating things. <laughs> Isn't that a crazy <laughs> oh word? God. That there's a word for throwing things out of a window? No. Yeah, defenestrate. Oh my gosh, I honestly have never heard that word before. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh. Well, anywho, moving on. Uh, we're better for it, whatever. I know. <laughs> I think I even me mentioned to mom, like, you know, that it upset me or whatever. And she's like, you're fine. Oh, I need, need, just need to talk to a therapist about it. <laughs> oh, my God. My bracelet's from three years old. Yeah. Crazy. Well, another great band that was often releasing music on Teen Beat is a band called Versus. And they named themselves after a Mission of Burma album. The band is led by Richard Baluyut, I never knew how to say that name, and Fontaine Toops. They blend indie pop and vocal harmonies with 
like a loud and soft dynamic of rock. And the track that I want to play was released as part of a singles compilation on Team Beat Records called Dead Leaves in 1995. You know how I love the singles. You love a single. <laughs> Pay close attention. This we'll is... See if I like it. The, yeah, this is the song Astronaut. So that's Versus, and they're actually a really great live band. I used to see them all the time. They're from New York. Oh, really? Yeah. Not from D.C.? No, they're actually from New York. The label is from D.C. Oh. Um, But Oh, my God. Remember? Sorry, not to... The last time I went to D.C. was when you were in college. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we went together. That was so much fun. Oh, my God. But you were so bad. Why? You Well, do you remember? I was just, a vacation Nazi. Yeah, I was going to say, 
just like the soup Nazi on Seinfeld. You were oh vacation itinerary Nazi, I should say. Well, yeah, I used to always be like that. Like when we yeah. went to London. But like <laughs> I think you're I, still a little like that. Well, now I'm a little more laid back. But I remember well, like good. having a guidebooks with post-it notes. Oh my God. Like, yes, I remember. Cause we're like, oh, let's just, you know, go to DC. The cherry blossoms known for it. They're like beautiful. And <laughs> you were such a vacation Nazi. Let you know, we wanted to sit down and like sit on the bench and enjoy and just like look at the trees and you're like, no. We don't have time to sit and look at trees. Fine. Look, you saw them. Let's go. Oh, my God. Yes. Because you guys wanted – I mean, we had lots to do. We had to see the Holocaust Museum, which was oh, another story. I know. Yeah, you guys wanted to picnic in the cherry blossoms. But I'm like, we have museums to see. We have Smithsonian. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, my God. But karma came back to bite me in the ass because – I actually went to D.C. a few years ago in order to see the cherry blossoms, strangely enough. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, we didn't get to see them last time. Uh, but yeah. my, my friend um, from Germany was visiting New York, and she's like, let's go see the cherry blossoms. They bloomed early this year. And I'm like, great, we'll take the bus. We got on like a mega bus or something for like 20 bucks and went down to D.C. We get there. We're there only for one day. We didn't even sleep over. Oh, but God. All the cherry blossoms had blown off. In the, <laughs> there was a storm like the night before or the no. day before. Yeah. And we literally walked around <laughs> and uh, like the ground was beautiful because it was all pink flowers. But the, tr- oh, the branches no. were bare. So Empty. I, yeah. So I'm just doomed because oh, of like our trip gosh. to never see the trees, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we saw them for two seconds, but, you know, you just have to take them in. And no, that didn't happen. Yeah, no picnics. Oh, God. But I think maybe I lost like 10 pounds walking, doing all the walking you had planned. So that's a plus. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll have to make another trip. Oh, that would be awesome. I haven't been for a while. So all of those songs were from the 90s. And these days, Teen Beat doesn't put out so much music anymore. But Mark Robinson still runs the label and they do have releases. But he has since moved to Boston and he has a family. He has a bunch of other projects. He records with Evelyn Hurley. She's from a band called Blast Off Country Style. But their new group is called Cotton Candy. And they put out records. Most of their stuff is just like commercial jingle parodies. Uh And they're mostly just a few seconds long. For instance, one of the parodies is a Bumblebee tuna commercial. Um, I'll play that right now. Yeah, hold on. Here here it is. funny i know i'm still waiting for them to do uh jared's jingle 
What's that? You love it at Jared's. Oh, no. I got it at Jared's. How does it go? Oh, my gosh. It can only be Jared's. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, my God. But they also... Maybe Jared. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> you should record with them. At first, I thought you meant like Jared, the subway guy. And I was like, um, oh, no. no. Not anymore. Although, I read a thing today online that he's in jail and gained back all his weight. Of course he did. So he's eating regular food. <laughs> and he's not like working out, jerking off to little kids. Oh. I know. But um, there. <laughs> I want to play a, a real song by Cotton Candy because interspersed within those jingles are great songs. This one is from an album called Top Notch and First Rate. And that is also the name of the song. Okay. So that's cotton candy. And I like how it said, I'll bake you a cake because I just took, took my banana bread out of the oven. It was oh, perfect Oh, it's done timing. already? Oh, Oh, perfect. yeah. It just came out. Yum. Jen, did Shane just text you? He just texted us both. Oh, no. My phone's in the other room. Yeah. He wants to know if we're recording because he's jealous. He wants to join. <laughs> oh, my God. He told me last week. He goes, so did you and Ryan do the podcast? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it was good. And I go, maybe I have to work on you know, my voice, because I hate, I didn't like my voice played oh. back, you know, in my own ear. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I think it's because you guys need me. It won't be the same without me. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel bad. We'll just have to have him on as like a guest appearance, maybe. Oh, he'll definitely have to guest star. Yeah. 
The next song that I want to play is by a guy named Trevor Campman, and he records under the name Holland, and he has actually been on TV. His parents, when he was little, pushed him into acting, so he was like trying to be a child star, and he was actually on a couple episodes of Little House on the Prairie. And oh, al- really? Yeah, and also Who's the Boss? <laughs> random yeah i know but i guess that he you know didn't really make it in acting then he tried like professional skateboarding for a while and now he makes music and he makes movies too so the song that i want to play is operation snow white huh was was this guy ever in teen beat magazine maybe oh we have to look that up he might have been the one if any if anyone was gonna be it would have been him nice okay here is operation snow white okay Have you ever heard the term Operation Snow White? No. Well, it's in reference. I mean, I have because I'm a huge like Scientology fan. Not a fan of it, but like I think it's so interesting. Yeah. Operation Snow White was like an internal secret conspiracy mission by the Church of Scientology in the 70s. And they had five. Oh, I was going to say, not the conspiracy to get Katie Holmes to marry Tom Cruise. That is another conspiracy. But. Right. But she was an Operation Snow White. <laughs> no, she was not. Bummer. <laughs> but they like infiltrated government agencies and like private companies up to like 5,000 people. Like, wow. 5,000 Scientologists placed in agencies trying to like whitewash the religion and L. Ron Hubbard's name. It was crazy. Yeah. And like L. Ron Hubbard's wife, Mary Sue, ended up taking the fall for it. <gasps> right. And she hasn't been seen since. Well, she's dead. No, that's um, Miss Cavage's wife hasn't is like MIA. But oh. Hubbard's wife did like a year in prison and died of breast cancer, I think. Aww. But that's insane. Anywho. Anywho. <laughs> Have you seen the um, HBO documentary about it? No. The only thing really I've read lately is the uh, Leah Remini thing. You read the book? No, the People Magazine article. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I actually need to read her book. I've read like two books on Scientology. I need more. I didn't more. know there's a book. <laughs> yeah, she wrote a book about it. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. It was promoting the book and it went right over my head. Yeah, it must have been. <laughs> no, she was. She had just been on like, well, I was going to say she had just been on an interview on TV, but that was probably to promote the book, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the worst. <laughs> oh, Jenna, reading is fundamental. God. <laughs> Go oh. on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Next up is a song by a girl named Janine Durfee. And she was in a band for years called the Sisterhood of Convoluted Thinkers. Um, <laughs> Traveling pants. <laughs> <laughs> almost. This No, this project is called Stick Insect. And oh. she made an album and it took her like 10 years to make because she was busy with other projects. But Circular Scratch is um, a collection of her songs, and most of the songs are kind of bass and drums with like Japanese-inspired pop sounds too. The song I'm going to play for you is called Sexob. Uh.
<laughs> Did you like that? Yeah, it was okay. It's, it, it was good. Cool. Oh, was that flute? Were they playing the flute? Yeah, it sounds like flute. I don't know if it's real flute or uh, like keyboard flute. But oh. yeah, when I was listening to that too, I'm like, oh, I wonder if that's flute because it would be hard to play. And I used to play the flute. Oh, that's right. You did. But it was only for like a minute. You've got an ear for the flute. Yes, exactly. I know that flute anywhere. You took flute longer than I took clarinet because I took one clarinet lesson and never got like the reeds to work. <laughs> yeah, flute for me was hard too because I was like, this sucks. It was awkward. <laughs> like your mouth's on this metal thing. I'm like, no. Yeah, you got like the upper lip overbite blowout fiasco. Yeah, it was weird. Well, anywho, both- I can appreciate the flute, but not it's not for me to play. <laughs> yeah, but it sounds pretty. Thank you anyway. <laughs> well, both of those songs were from 2012 albums. They represent Teen Beat in the later years or more recent years. Hmm. Um, and all that music is available if you are willing to go to teenbeat.net online. Check out the website. Not you, Jenna, maybe, but... <laughs> anyone out there who might be listening you said who's willing i'm not willing (laughs) well i'll check out the magazine for like old kirk cameron photos but that's about it (laughs) again magazine is different (laughs) i know i'm just kidding i know all right let's end with one last song it's a great song by a post unrest band featuring again bridget cross this band is called maybe it's reno and they had an album in 2008 which was sort of like a reunion album because mark and phil from unrest all played with her on most of the songs this is a song called gravestones and christmas trees and it's from their self-titled album
cute. Yeah, I love that song. I, I definitely think I heard a sampling of the jazz flute in there. Oh, really? <laughs> um, But you know what's funny? It's like when you cut into it, you were like, okay, blah, blah. Like you reminded it, reminded me that this was like a newer song. Because mm-hmm. the song that you had of them before this one, like I totally forgot that they were new because it sounds so much like the old, like the older stuff you were playing too. Yeah, that's probably why I like it. <laughs> yeah, that's what the, yeah, totally. <laughs> but that's so funny because I was like, oh, that's right, we're playing new stuff now. Like I totally. It was... I mean, they do lots of projects that have different types of sounds too. I just kind mm-hmm. of gravitate towards these few songs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I have for Team B Records. It's not, you know, a retrospective, but it's a small snippet of the songs that I liked. And then I thought that you might like too. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> Could have been the help of the Italian margarita, which, uh, again, I highly recommend. Oh, my God. You liked it? Yeah, it was delicious. What'd you like better, the music or the margarita? Well. I think I'm partial I to a good marg. <laughs> I think I know. How is that supposed to go with your banana bread? Is that a good accompaniment? Oh, well, that just got out of the oven. And no, Tim should be here any minute with my chicken parm. All right. So you are going to wait <laughs> and have banana bread for dessert. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Well, banana bread's for work tomorrow. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. Well, again, their website is teenbeat.net. And I hope you enjoyed the music. Thanks for listening. Thanks for having me. Bye. Is that good? Yeah, it's good. Okay. (laughs) Let me stop this recording. (laughs) Tim just walked in. You guys are twee as fuck. Oh. All right, Rai. Have a good night. You too. Love you. Okay, love you too. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>